0: Welcome to Talking in Stations. I am Madderall. Today, February 3rd, we have your EVE Online news for the day. Uh, With me today is Tiberius. Good evening, everyone. Caleb. Uh, Caleb's dead. He's dead. And uh, Gargoyne.
1: Hi. Good evening.
0: Good evening. All right. The headlines today looks like uh, Helm's Deep has been, uh, well, the wall has been broken in Helm's Deep. We'll go with the analogy of a big castle, right?
1: Uh, or in terms of Helm's Deep, it would be like when they brought the the sappers in to uh, blow up the wall.
0: Right. I don't know what the sappers are, but we'll we'll, we'll cover that in just a minute. Uh, also in headlines, uh, DTAC W, I have was taken by Pappy. Uh, test Picked up the uh, MTAC-2 TCU, a Territorial Claim Unit. We'll talk about the importance of that. Looks like uh, Tartaros were killed. On the reverse side, uh, Deepwater Hooligans took out um, a Fortizar in um, Mancia. Also, we're going to talk about HK and Laserhawks evicting Pospi. Again, I think that's happened before. RHP in the north uh, and some of their diplomatics. Uh, We'll get to the bottom of... Uh, what's going on over there, and just make sure that we get everything correct. So that's our news for today. Okay, let's start at the very beginning here with uh, Helm's Deep, which uh, we'll go into delve here.
2: Those two particular systems were uh, QC-TAC-Y and LUA-5-TAC-L. Looks like those uh, iHubs have been toasted and will come out on Friday at 1800 uh, for QC Y, and um, Friday at 1900 for LUA5 TAC L. Well,
0: it'll be interesting to see what's going on there. Uh, all right, so Gregor, what did you say this was if we went with the analogy of Helm's Deep? Of course, Helm's Deep is from Lord of the Rings. And uh, what well, happens in Lord of the Rings?
1: Well, at one point during the battle, uh, the forces of Saruman bring in sappers. In the movie, it's uh, essentially they an orc plants a bomb in the wall.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. So it's different in the book. Uh,
1: I don't actually remember the book all that much. I honestly read this. Remember more of what I read the Silmarillion,
0: mm. which
1: is really weird.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so basically though, uh, this is all symbolic more than anything else, but it does kind of show you that, uh, you know, the, uh, the idea, the symbolism of, we're going to take this system here called uh, E3OI, uh, which is you know circled in blue here, and that'll be our gateway that we'll protect, and that'll be the doorway to the castle built into the mountain, and everything inside the mountain will be safe, uh, as long as we protect the gates coming in. It was a bit of a flawed analogy because, uh, you know, you can always get covert ops behind uh, a system. So there's no blocking uh, Sino ops, even if you have systems that are Sino jammed. So you can't get regular uh, sinusorial fields up to let capitals come in and invade. That's a good thing. But you can always use black ops and bombers and stuff to get back there.
1: And the bombers can quickly take down a syno Jammer to bring in a hard Sino.
0: Right. So, but the symbolism was like, this will be our last stand. And what they were doing, the Imperium, was uh, they were out here in exposed territory. Let's see if I can actually get these things to ease up. They were out here in exposed territory of uh, 1DQ, which is a, really the citadel of Delve, their capital system Uh, and D-TAC-W, which is a little bit of a crossroads between Delve and Fountain. And these systems, they were kind of out in the open. So as Pappy was coming in over on this side through NPC Delve, and uh, Pappy was taking over these areas here, instead of sitting out here in the open within jump range of uh, the Keepstar in YZ9, I believe right here. Let's actually look at what that looks like. jump range, super capitals, all systems. It'll give us an idea of uh, the jump range. Okay, and then we'll go to Delve so we can see all the systems that could be reached, right? So just about everything could kind of be, you know, except maybe YTAC, oh, that's funny because that's a really big, that's a really hot uh, ratting <laughs> system. Can't be reached by YZ9. Maybe that's why it was so popular. But, um yeah, that would be open. why it would
1: pop.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this this is like being out in the open because now that there was a keep star in YZ9, you could really just jump on a lot of this stuff um, if there was no Sino jammer to prevent that. And so a plan became formed uh, to come here to uh, E3O and to protect kind of this backfield here that was a little more protected, at least from the jump range there. Um, but it was also a neat narrative. You know, of like, we're going to make a last stand in the uh, in the castle that's built into the mountain. But it was more symbolic than anything else. And since um, really this whole area has been ravaged, with the exception of 1DQ, which has been very well defended by the Imperium, and uh, M2 created a situation that was really bad for Pappy in that they were defeated in a second battle at MTAC-2 because the servers weren't working properly, and that allowed uh, the Imperium to kind of sit on top of them and hold them captive inside of M2. And in that time, the Imperium was able to kind of make some gains by destroying some uh, iHubs and and, uh, turning them over to their side and that sort of stuff. But it really wasn't it really, it was a it was a good push. They did roll back some of the progress that had been made, but that's really what it was. It was a rollback of some of the progress that was made by Pappy, but it wasn't turning the tide in a significant way as long as those ships were, were still alive down there in M2. And as long as they were trapped, that was one thing, but now a lot of them have gotten out. It starts to show you that... Um, I don't know, the, the, that the momentum has moved back into the side of Pappy because they have not only their big ships that were trapped there, so they're erasing a little bit of that loss, but also they can actually utilize those ships to enforce the kind of victories they want to do. And that's kind of what they've been doing for the last week. And they just seem to be taking one thing after another. So uh, the uh, Helm's Deep looks like one of the walls is penetrated. DTAC-W belongs now to negative 10, which is Pandemic Legion. That IHUB switched over yesterday, I believe. And uh, MTAC-2 now belongs to TESS. That's their IHUB. But they also today took the uh, Territorial Claim Unit, which uh, what kind of benefits does that give them besides fuel savings?
1: It raises the ADMs of the of the system if they designate it as a capital. It allows it to be designated as a capital system, which is an automatic plus two to ADMs.
0: Right. So instead of starting at one, they start at three. Uh, Or is it two? It starts at three or two? That's an interesting question. They get the first.
2: Capital systems start at three.
0: They start at three. Yeah. Yeah. Does that automatically give them uh, all the benefits of a system three because that's a sino jammer and jump bridges. I, I don't so. think uh, it actually... lets
1: them uh, jam the system right away. I okay. think you still have to wait 35 days. Yeah, you still got
2: to wait out the timer for. I see. Um,
0: so it's just sino-jammer. a. So it's not what you get to build with the infrastructure hub. It just gives you the ADMs defensively so that everything takes longer to destroy, including that iHub. I think that's maybe how it works. That, makes, that would make sense to me.
2: Also closes out the also closes out the window in which stuff can be reinforced as well. So they could choose a stronger time zone uh, than what Imperium could form up for. So let's say, and this is completely hypothetical, so don't take it too seriously. Let's say that um, you know Goonswarm's uh, bad time zone is EU time zone. They could make it so that the window falls within EU time zone. And you know, if Pappy has a stronger EU time zone than uh Goonswarm, then they can theoretically, you know, be at a strategic advantage for that timer. So um and I believe a plus four is a six hour window. Um don't quote me on that, but I believe that is uh is the case. It's been a while since I've done um null Yeah.
0: Oh, this is good. I'm reading now. Uh, I'm reading now some of the comments in chat, and there's some great stuff here. I'm gonna need to go back and and read that. Uh, automatic plus four to ADMs. I think did we say it was plus two?
2: We had originally Maybe. said it was uh, automatic three, but it is in fact uh, two automatic four. Okay. So it goes directly to ADM four if it's a capital system.
0: Wow. Okay. And it has a maximum of six, right? I
2: believe so, yes.
0: Yeah, normally systems have a maximum of five, but uh, you can get those up to six. Uh, okay, thank you very much for that uh, information. Appreciate it. So that's what's going on in the war effort here in Delve, at least. Uh, there's, As we said, there was a Tartar that was also destroyed. I believe that might have been in... Um, well, let's have a look. Well, it was not Delve. I thought it might be in period basis where there seems to be a lot of activity with Faction Fortasars and such. But yeah, it looks like Tess took out a 38 isk Tortara. Not normally an important thing, but there seems to be a lot of these things falling. And this is where you build equipment. This is pretty much um, how you fight a war with those uh, factories at work. Okay, and also... And I think.
1: We- I'm pretty sure I've been on a couple of fleets over the past few days where we've reinforced some Sotillos as well.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I forget which systems, but I think there are some armor timers coming up at some point soon.
0: Oh, my bad. I was actually saying that Tataros were um, uh, building complexes. They're not. They're mining complexes. uh, So these are not necessarily... Yeah,
1: Tataros are they can be used for production since uh you ne- that's the kind of structure that you use for reactions but the ma- most people uh most uh reactions uh, in general are done in athanors although tataras are when where you really want to do reactions if you have access to one yeah so
0: the, the other really facility. yeah
1: the other really big no no, it's just a large mining facility. Extra large would be Keepstar and Satio size. The other really big advantage of a Tatara over an ore is that, the, well, even the in addition to uh, reactions and uh, refining being slightly more effective in a Tatara, you can dock a Rorqual in a Tatara.
0: All right. So upwell structures Eve line the. Uh, Yeah, the Tartara is the large. Okay, so it's not extra large, thank you. So only engineering complexes come with extra large. And uh, so that's what you meant by Keepstar being an extra large structure and a Sotillo being an extra large structure, structure. Whereas a Tartara is really only a large. That's interesting. Even though they're the largest mining facility available, there is no extra large mining facility. I don't think I knew that. I thought it was the extra large, okay. Well, anyway, um, that's what's going on in Delve. There seems to be some fighting. I'll just ask you guys this, your opinions. I hope Caleb is back. Uh, does it feel like the Imperium is taking a, a little bit of a break here? Are they trying to maybe yeah, rest you, their guys?
3: I think you said it uh, best when you said it was what? Fatigue management? I don't think that's a bad term. Um we've already talked and covered how long and drawn out this war has been. And there's been a lot of uh, excitement and people have actually been very engaged in it, but I think now they're a little bit exhausted and it's like, they're not willing to give any fights just for the hell of it. And just for, for shits and giggles, right. uh, They will, they will select uh, which ones to actually engage in and what, goals are worth fighting over and um i think that's that's smart especially because if if the war continues it's going to be yeah at least another six months right so it it, it's uh it's it's proper management and well fatigue management good term so uh i'm just waiting to see what happens this is again i was being blamed uh, in chat the other day for trying to incite some sort of attack on the ttt because i was pointing out that the lack of engagement in high-sec uh, leaves uh, high-sec structures open for any kind of shenanigans. And we saw the low-sec one with uh, the Basker um But in this case, I think if I was happy, I would try to test that fatigue and uh, see if uh, if the fighter is actually tired. Uh, so go in and see if you can get some, some gut punches and, uh, and, and some jabs and see if uh, he's actually about to be on the ropes. If not, well then the fight is back on and more people can have fun. And again, I, I'd like to see uh, this not slow down to a pace where it doesn't become newsworthy anymore. I think we're almost there.
0: Well, it's uh, I think on, on Pappy's side to see that progress, as long as those iHubs are uh, you know, getting knocked over and uh, taken over by, them, by their side and those iHubs that they put down are going up and staying up, that's newsworthy because that clock the doomsday clock remember uh, where keep stars are involved in those systems is something to look at it's some measurement it's some metric the imperium started to use that as a def- as a way of showing that they were defending their territory and it kind of got flipped on its head because it became a visible way to show that they were actually losing things in their territory but uh as long as that stuff's there it's still newsworthy but i think
3: but it becomes yes. a bit of a bean counting thing, right? If 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 things are too small on scale, this is why I jokingly said that I could finally see the war on on the MER when the last one came out, because you got this seismic explosion where it's like, oh my god, that's actually a now there's someone actually fighting, right? If if people are, are are just well, if the opponents are just bickering and not actually fighting, is it newsworthy? Sure, uh, on a historical. Documentation scale, maybe, but not to the point where oh my god, we I have to play Eve because stuff is happening.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, let's look at that economic report where things start to show up. You can see this massive spike. I think we'll see, this the straddles the spike here that we can see on the left straddles uh, ar- December. And January. I remember that
2: that spike is from Titan kills, is almost entirely from Titan kills.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, but it's just funny to see a graph that is kind of, again, I, I compare it to a seismograph, right? If you look at the seismograph, you've got this l- nice little noisy background stuff that's going up and down, and then suddenly you know you, you get an actual earthquake. It, like, explodes on the page.
1: Yeah. Uh, is it really reasonable to expect that a war is going to be entirely periods of intense action? The oh. Yeah, I I would expect uh, that there would be periods of intensity with uh, some lo- uh, less intense periods in between them.
0: Hmm. That's funny. It sounded like you answered your own question. Like you asked yourself a question and you answered it. <laughs> just well, me. Though.
3: The punctuated equilibrium stuff is it, it's fine. It's just then it's more uh, like tension than actual war, at least to me. I think a war needs to have extensive destruction numbers uh, with very small uh, breaks in them, right? Um, Of course, unless there's some sort of agreement, there's there's an armistice or something, or a ceasefire. This is not... uh, I don't see it as a war if if it cools down to the point where... Well, um, economically, I'm going to define it as if it cools down to the point where production can overtake destruction again... Then the wars if not lapsed, then almost over, yeah
0: well okay i you you tend to get excited when uh when uh momentum swings the other way, and I do too, like the m two battle, besides the disappointment of servers going down, was pretty dramatic. It was uh the collision that we were expecting. It's just that part two just didn't work. part one worked, and it was a stalemate, which was kind of cool because that led to the Uh, essentially augmented numbers of everybody showing up for the next fight, which means you have a good fight, servers work okay, everybody starts hearing about this big fight that you had where the servers worked okay, and they say, hey, it's on, it's possible, let's do this. And then everybody comes in, and you you had a a fight at first that was 5,500 people big in the system, and that gets good press, and then the next fight is 12,000 people, and that falls apart technologically. So I don't
1: think this is, will be. I don't even think this will be the last fa- period of squeezing the anaconda. What I think there will be uh, another, af- a little bit of, act, a- 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 b- grinding through stuff for a while, and then a few more big fights for a while, and then at least one other period of low intensity, which. Thanks to Elise Randolph, I termed squeezing the <laughs> anaconda.
0: Yeah, for those that don't know, the uh, the idea, the strategy coming into this was for Pappy to come in to delve and essentially take away opportunities to just do your ritual or your routine day-to-day stuff, which was to rat, to mine, to make money, to live. And that slow constriction was nicknamed uh, like an anaconda strategy of slowly choking out the fun for the residents of this region, which is Delve. And uh, so yeah, it's I, a
1: reference to think, a yeah, plan ahead. in the American civil war that was at the time criticized for not being aggressive enough. Uh, the, and, and the, the people who termed it the Anaconda plan were the ones criticizing it for not being aggressive enough.
0: Uh, I see. So there was a criticism of not being aggressive enough. Well so what you're saying is that the lulls are the strangulation of denial of gameplay to to people.
1: Yes, I that's what I think the l- less intense periods are.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, they're making progress. It's just not always flashy. And really we only get flashy when uh, the Imperium uh, takes a stand and fights back and sometimes wins. Then you and then you see the the flashes get bigger. But we only really register those big big um event-based fights when everything comes together including the most powerful ships in the game. So that's really not happening right now. It feels like again, fatigue management from the Imperium, they need to rest. And this is a good time for them to rest. They're not going to take fights. They're going to lose. Uh, what's the point of tiring your guys out on a Lost Cause? So they let the 1-S, uh, one 1-TAC-S one Keepstar be destroyed. They let uh, d lo- w Losing lo-
3: lo- is a is a, is a, is a lose uh, criterion in, in E-Online, right? It's very easy to, to spin in most narratives as a win. And I do think that, there might be strategic goals that they would be win- willing to actually take massive losses if uh, if the opportunity arises, but I don't think they want to give entertainment. This is again back to the war of attrition stuff. And of course, as someone mentioned, well, uh, most wars are stale until there's like moments of terror. Yeah, that's partially true, but it's mostly because it doesn't get covered anymore. I, I don't think you can say that, uh, at least not on an, on an economic side, that suddenly things look like it's lightening up or it's peacetime. Um, and of course we had the, the amazing story in my opinion, where the, the trapped Titans was basically, uh, a mirror to me, at least of, uh, the battle of Stalingrad and, uh, the whole thing of, uh, happy Titans being stuck in a castle. It's like, I like these parallels and I, I, I like when they, they become opportune to actually apply and use and talk about, mm-hmm. um, but right now we're in a little bit of a lull, uh, people are like licking their wounds, figuring out what's the next move. And again, if if I'm to predict anything, I've I the whole method of Pappy has been so uh hesitant that hesitant. I don't think yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna do a, a proper push when it's timely, right? Um it's To me, it's too slow. I think uh, I I covered this with Grath. um, It's too slow? They're not winning fast enough? Well, it's not about winning fast enough. I should put that in quotes. It's about about the pace of of your strategic goals. And uh, Grath and I both kind of agreed that the entirety of this war, when you look at the actual goals, could have been done in three to four months instead, instead of, uh, what, nine now?
0: You mean overall, I see. I think you meant just uh, recently. Um, right, no, gonna... I
3: mean, the, the entire war could have been, the strategic goals could have been accomplished in three to f- uh, four months, right? And 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 Grath was, was pointing out that this is an extremely slow, and this is why the, the, the constrictor model fits, right? Because that's what it's trying to do. I just, again, I, I don't think it's going to win. It's like, when you think about it, it, it it's like um, two forces that are both, Quote unquote, experts at, at the whole attrition and boredom and, and and slow mode warfare. Um, really, of course, because he used to actually be uh, an imperial, right? Uh, so, so he knows how this is done. Um, but trying to use the same strategy, it just becomes this uh, elephant racing uh, crap that I don't think has elephant any meaningful. That's what we call, um, you know, when when lorries overtake each other on the the freeway. It's like, could you (laughs) not try to do this? It's like, this is just too slow and boring. If you want to fight, fight.
0: Well, if the idea was to come in and take over space and even occupy it, maybe it could have been done quicker, but I don't think that's the idea of what this war is about. It misses the point of the war itself. This war is to is to exhaust and to reduce the influence of one another. On the one side, the Imperium, uh, well, let me put it on the other side. The Pappy has come together as a super coalition to come into Delve and Fountain and Aquarius and Period Basis and to constrict it or basically stop its running away with the game. In other words, running away with uh, all the mining, all the Um, NPC ratting that they're doing, all the money making that they're doing. They want to put a stop to that and tire people out and bore them and make them not want to play so that they go away. And therefore the Imperium loses members because they have a ton of members more than anybody else in the game. And that reduces their influence at the same time reduces their coffers for war, uh, the tax base, everything starts to shrink. And once you shrink the Imperium down to a point where it isn't the decider, put that in quotes too, because it's not really a word, then that is what their objective is from the super coalition Pappy side of things. On the reverse side, the Imperium doesn't want that to happen, wants to pull their, hold their people together. I don't know if they care about the territory very much, but they definitely care about the people, the participation and the uh, motivation of those people. And they want to, once they endure this test, do the same thing to test and they want to destroy and sit on, uh, or I don't know what they want to do to test, but they they kind of want to destroy test. And uh, and I think that's the two victory conditions. Uh, I don't know what victory condition it would be for Imperium, except maybe to survive. If they survive intact in Delve and Pappy decides to go play somewhere else, that's gotta be a victory condition, right? But also, if they survive but lose their territory and attack test and make test disappear because they're demotivated to play, that's got to be a victory condition too, I would imagine.
3: I think, I think but, my, my point is to, to what Nick was commenting, that it's methodical and, and not hesitant. Um, I, I, I do think that it's too slow. And, and again, I was not the only one thinking this. And uh, if you think someone that like Grath has been massively in Uh, battles in E for the past 15 years is ignorant around around these things, that's fine. But um, my point is, what I believe Pappy would need right now, if they want to do something strategically meaningful, is almost like a 100-hand slap method, right? Uh, Just to use the whole um, uh, sumo wrestling. I I see this a little bit like sumo wrestling, and of course, one is um, weight class uh, a bit more powerful right there is a considerable amount of more uh, power on the pappy side maybe not in 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 the case of actual uh war machinery but definitely in available manpower so this is the heavier dude uh, uh, in the sumo ring and if you want to catch that little uh, more nimble guy you have to actually engage if if you stand there waiting you are actually risking losing
1: so uh one one uh Current sumo wrestler who's known for being the smaller, more nimble guy is named Enho, and the the attempted boson trap back in October was named after him.
3: Yeah, oh. I, there was a reason yeah. I I brought oh. up the the sumo comparison, and again, the small guys can be dangerous in general. Then they're, they're not capable of taking out the really good big guys because they do have the size advantage. But there are a few like the one you mentioned, where it's like. When you watch those fights, like how did he actually lift that thing?
0: That's a very interesting point. Uh, It was called, uh, named after a smaller sumo wrestler. Interesting. Okay, Uh, I think that's it. But that's kind of the state of the war today. I hope that we represented it well. There's a lot going on here. I showed this map uh, on request of uh, somebody in the audience uh, that wanted to see the jump range from uh, 1DQ. So this is the jump range that the Imperium have. Uh, in and around, and it looks like everything except um, a lot of these constellations here. Good central point. Their 1DQ is their capital system, and that will be at least a few battles uh, for that to uh, be taken down if it can be taken down. But uh, a lot of these systems are jammed up, so uh, if they're jammed up, they can't be used uh, to get capitals in. Unless uh use bombers, get them in there, blow up the, uh, the, um, the, the uh, Sino Jammers, and then you can jump in. I guess you could do it that way, but that would need to be undefended. All right, so let's go back to uh, the headlines of this, which are uh, DTAC W taken over by Pandemic uh, Legion. You have in, uh, Pappy inside of Helm's Deep now. These are, I think, shield reinforces. I think so. It's not that big a deal, but it is a sign that something's changing up north, right? Uh, Pappy isn't really concerned with uh, Helms Deep. I think they kind of laughed that off. Uh, they want to go after One DQ, and they definitely want this whole these two constellations pacified, especially M Two. Sorry, M Two Tac now, because it represents something more than uh, just an ordinary system with a keep star.
3: But one DQ is a bit of a D Day moment, right? It, yeah. It's something it, it, it's it's on scale, something that that will be massive. Um, so so I can understand if you, if you might not want to strategically go for that first. I think that I still, that's the finale. finale. They, yeah, I don't I don't understand why they didn't try to I don't know finish that whole fake Delph uh, salient that they kept talking about very early on in the war. I I, I think that might be a moral uh, crush to do something like that. And, and and position yourself and in, in actually controlling that because after that you can then start planning uh something like the the d-day moment and and try for it i if it's successful it in my opinion it will still not be the 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 finale it won't be the final thing it will be the the thing that that concludes who has won but If the goal is to crush goons and the Imperium, that won't be enough. It will require way more. And this is why the joke has been with the amount of structures that needs to be removed for goons to no longer have a home to hide in. Well,
0: I mean, we started it like
3: two years at least.
0: No, no, no. We started this less than a year ago with 4000 structures. I believe we're down to about a thousand structures or less uh, we saw it climb all the way down to 3,000, down to 2,000, down to like 1,400, down to 1,200. And that was a while ago. So I don't know. But um, you look at places like uh, Period Basis, Aquarius. I don't know how many structures they have left, but it's not that many uh, goonsworn structures. These structures are dying. There are structures uh, being wiped out pretty fast. And, and
3: that's fine. It's just un, until they actually systematically start taking out, uh, moon drilling platforms. Uh, they just did today. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But completely start to, to remove their entire infrastructure of resource and gathering. Uh, and until they start actually hitting the keep stars again and again, they have like 50 or 60, right. Um, that is 152, 180 timers. So you would need to do one, per one and a half day to just do the entire work in a year right um so so let's not kid ourselves it's going to take a long time to completely uh clean out or glass delve i don't think it's really possible
0: you're seeing it happen in front of your eyes and you're saying it's not possible
3: but i'm not Uh, the 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 amount of keep stars that needs to be taken down the amount of moon structures that needs to be completely removed is is, is, it's not even started or maybe it started moon structures don't don't really matter for this they're just gonna be whoever
1: controls delve uh, once this is over will decide what to do with the moon structures
0: well I mean look uh, yeah delve Aquarius delve delve that's in the last day of course, you have immense stuff that we mentioned earlier.
3: <clears throat> well, it's just to me. Uh, of course, I might be yeah. well, maybe it's or, just that last day. Goonsplaining, but every time people talk about TCUs and iHubs and Astrohousers and Fortisars, to me it's not newsworthy. It's really not a story.
0: What would be a story in your?
3: Well, so systematic cleaning out of at least like a constellation uh from pretty much any uh activity possible for for goons would be a story taking out keep stars is a story uh an actual valuable battle report that 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 hits the trillion mark is is a story anything else to me is just skirmishes and then uh, and and everyone seems to uh, call these m- minor uh moves victories and to me it's like they don't measure it's
0: it's not they don't they're not the body they might not
3: themselves
1: be significant but they add up
0: it's just body blows body blows body blows and and it is wearing down the uh, opponent Uh, so that's why it's not nothing it's not everything we've seen when you actually go for the knockout punch, like an M two or something, uh, and the attacker is stunned. That's a big news. That's a big reversal, you know. But the uh, the pappy eight hundred pound gorilla is going back to body blows and work in the body, and then it will eventually, at some point, uh, go after one DQ or, you know, I don't know what else it's going to do. Uh, whatever keep stars in M two will probably be a big fight. Uh, wherever the keep stars are, you'll see. You'll see big fights there, or you may see them not not really defended. I don't know. the The word was that Imperium would defend every Keepstar star in Delve. We know that's not true anymore. They'll pick their battles. They're resting their guys right now. This could be rope a dope, you know, where you just you just kind of tangle up uh, the 800 pound gorilla of Pappy, is you know, while you take a breather, while you rest. Uh, that seems to be what's going on right now. But we'll know, I think, within the next few months at the most, like w- really which direction this is going. And again, the Imperium isn't necessarily defeated if they lose all their territory. They've lost all their territory at least twice before. I think uh, what you have to look at is how many people want to stick around when the Imperium is reduced in influence. And at that point, it may not happen all at once, but over time, uh, people will pick their options. Uh, and I don't know what the scenario looks like in six months from now, it's hard to tell, but but whatever Pappy set out to do last June appears to be happening. And whatever the Imperium set out to do to prevent it appears to be happening as well, but it may not be working out for them because they said Fountain was a floodplain. They said Period Base is a floodplain. They said Quarius is a floodplain. And all that is true because, well, they got flooded over. But Delve itself uh is, is under massive siege right now. I think that's undeniable. Uh and they're
3: this is why War, Warmius in chat is actually correct. if if Goons wants to survive, they need to start pulling out some different tools, right? Um I like the um uh, the the Rocky uh comparison earlier. Uh you, you cannot win with conventional means. You need to start hitting things like the economy, like Warmius is talking about you have to be very uh clandestine strategic in how you make sure that you chip away some of the actual power of 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 this uh russian technological beast that's punching you uh (laughs) into the ropes. right um this is true and 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 i do think that that pappy's size and pappy's uh will on steroids yeah they are and 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 they're huge and 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 they do keep punching and and i do think that that goons are a little bit on the ropes right so if they want to win they need to pull out the magic and have those ideas that they you you might call them unfair but it is needed you need to start doing some more psyops stuff you need to actually uh, uh be targeted in this and 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 in in eve wars a lot has to do about personalities um and the people behind the scenes that actually run things right um this is this is some of the things that that would be targeted i i know some will say well that's not fair and and we need to be gentlemen in in a war like this well yeah um maybe uh, it would be nice if everyone played fair and and all sportsmanlike, like but that's not how you win right um so i think that they need to pull out more of that magic the the enho thing was a nice attempt uh, at a clean clock but mm, it it failed and that's not what's going to win this. It needs to be uh, yeah, work the body, Rocky. Work the body.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I do think there is an offensive happening. I just don't think it's on the board. Like the offensive is not on this board, not in Delve. It's the, the counter punches are really happening in Legacy space and Scalding Pass now. Fire coalitions under heavy assault. Uh, we saw that the Fortizar came down. Um, Belonging to Legacy from the, who was that that did that? I want to give them credit. Deep, deep uh, water hooligans are taking stuff out. So there are some counterattacks happening over there. Uh, And you also have the psychological warfare coming out of the Imperium is pretty strong too.
3: Just to mention it, right? Because, uh, again, someone was criticizing my commentary on the TTT uh, uh, Nolcic cartel. I think it needs to break. If if goons are to win, that thing needs to be taken off the board. And then someone said, "Well, we like the 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 TTT uh, gravy train and, and and getting the free money." It's like, yeah, okay, that's fine, but you're you're colluding with the enemy. You're 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 sharing uh, the, the 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 rake from high sec with the enemy. So again, from an economic point of view, and from a morale and strategic point of view. I don't think it makes sense to have that thing running at the moment. Um, I, I would break it up. I would leave uh, if I was uh, the Imperium, um, because that puts an opening on other strategic goals when it comes to high sec and what kind of uh, mess you can make while this war is going on. And right now they are locked down. They're not really capable of, of their productive stuff. So so they're basically running on the fumes, right? Um, it's a bit like... Oh, this is a world war two uh thing, so um shoot me uh, if if you hate these but there's a reason that Germany wanted to get into Russia because they needed to take the oil fields in in bakun um because they did not have enough um fuel to actually run their war machine. there was only a third of the actual planes in the air because they couldn't fuel all of them and and I, th- I think it's it's similar strategic moves that uh, the imperium needs to do they they need to to, to think outside the box and not think just uh, uh, um, the whole battleship go burr and then see who wins. That's just not going to win the war. Yeah.
0: So you're saying uh, taking out... What do you mean by taking out Tranquility Trade Tower? Like destroying I, I'm it? Saying, or? I'm,
3: saying, I don't know, I'm saying pull out of it. Pull out Def- of it so 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 the, the, the entirety of, of high-sec targets are no longer off-limit. Um, I, I was not actually referring to taking down the the, the TTT Keepstar because,
0: well, uh, out of the agreement is what you're saying.
3: But out of the agreement is what I'm saying. And, and when I said attack uh, attacks on TTT, it's the entire TTT network. It's not it's not the Keepstar. That's that's a horrible fight that no one really wants to take. But there's lots of other targets inside the the the, the, the TTT agreement. Um, And I, I don't I don't understand why you stay in something where you split the 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 money with your enemy, because you're basically giving him ships.
1: Well, obviously, they seem to think that they, it's they get, it would be more inconvenient than it's worth to pull
3: out. But it's not about inconvenience. It's about the fact that you are creating a shield for your enemy. And, of course, you're, you're getting a, a similar shield, but it's, I don't think it's proportionally worth the money um that you get from it because money don't really print ships when you are locked down in uh in in null so i I don't understand why the agreement is still on um Mm. i'd cancel it i i would definitely pull out
0: they're getting like you know 20 30 i think um so dr fane says something kind of interesting he says the owner of the trade keepstar should let it go abandoned Uh, they would make a killing very true abandoned structure drops everything as loot however you can only do that trick once although if it's the keep star and perimeter you may only ever have to do it once all right so uh, goonsworm so you're suggesting goonsworm pull out of the trade tower what advantage would that give them are they able to attack what kind of high sec targets
3: it, it's not that they might necessarily be able to attack high sec targets it's just that they're no longer in, in a n- non-aggression pact in, in high sec. So. So they would be able to say, "Okay, we're just going to uh, mess with the with these important, uh, say, uh, an industrial uh, uh, location in in high There's many things going on in high that most people don't know and understand. Mm. Um, and I think putting those targets on the table as an actual option, I am not saying it's going to be good targets that you want to go for. I'm just saying that it might actually cause a little bit of. Uh, Maybe not morale, but Pappy would start thinking differently than than what they do right now. And I don't think the goons need that gravy train, regardless of what people say, because the money is just too—it's too small amounts compared to something like, let's just say, the war bonds, right? So proportionally, that money is not worth that peace agreement, in my point of view.
0: There's perimeter right next to Gita. Hmm, that's interesting. had not thought of uh, any of that. I don't know what. I think it's all gain for them, really. Um, You know, you get 20% of the income there. Uh, But I will say that it's impossible to think that Test isn't using a lot of the money coming into that trade tower to reconstitute their war machine after M2TAC, right? I mean, a lot of stuff got blown up there. They just lost, uh, along with everybody else in Pappy, 400 uh, Dreadnoughts. That's not nothing, but a lot of that must have... um, you know those coffers need to be refilled and this is like fountain of youth for for war money keeps coming keeps coming keeps coming all right well gone on longer about that than uh wanted to let's move on to something uh, a little little more behind the scenes and hidden from uh view and this is wormhole space you yeah, have a group known as the, the big boys of wormhole space, hard knocks and laser hawks. Those guys usually always go together and they are taking on a smaller group known as Pazp or pause party. And pause P is being evicted again. It looks like it started recently. And uh, Tiberius, what do you, what can you say about Pos party and this whole, connection? you know,
2: um, I think pause party is kind of uh, fallen victim to what's happened in I think all across wormhole space right now is that we're, we're seeing kind of a cycle in leadership, um, a cycle in activity and a cycle in uh, content creators for wormhole space. And POS party actually used to be a pretty active wormhole uh, corp. Uh, POS is a, you know, POS party is a play on words for the old POSs, which was the player owned structures before citadel uh, citadels were introduced into the game Uh, so those are uh, towers essentially is uh, is the other colloquial name for them Um, so what i think is happening here is that post party um, is they're probably being targeted for loot with this Um, i was kind of surprised to see as many people as i did on the um, Moonshield moonshield kill mail. Um, so for those of you who are looking them up on Z now, you'll notice that the posses are, that passes were destroyed. And there was one of them that had over a hundred on there. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why they did form up as many as they did. Maybe they wanted to shock and awe as quickly and as uh, efficiently as possible. Um, you know, they, I do know that POS party does have quite a bit in their wormholes of what they got going on. Um, so, um, I'm not sure why they decided to flash form as much as they did. Um, but you know, I'm not, and I don't even really understand why they would uh, evict them outside of, uh, just either for a fight or for loot, because, uh, there hasn't been any kind of rumblings in the community about POS party. Other than in passing, um, so you know that that's the only thing that really makes mm-hmm. sense to me as to what's going on with this particular uh, eviction here. There's um, no hi-
0: history of grudges um, or anything. I don't think
2: so. Uh, I could be completely off base. Well, um,
0: but... Paws Party was kind of allied with TDsin, which is yeah, a natural enemy. TDsin, natural enemy of Hard Knocks. You think there's anything there?
2: You know, there could be, there could very well be, um, but I don't, you know, there, if there was animosity towards them, I, they would have already gotten them, is the thing, is because Hard Knocks has been uh, poised to do so for a while, um, and when they took revenge on the people who participated in World War Wormhole against them, <laughs> they uh, they did they did so very swiftly so you know it would be strange to me that they would um exact any kind of revenge against them so late in the game because we're coming up on almost a year now cuz i think that happened in march of last year was uh when that when that whole conflict kicked off um so yeah it did, i i don't i don't really think that there's any kind of animosity there i genuinely think that this is either um something that maybe i'm missing i don't quite understand or um or it's just another loot eviction
0: yeah loot eviction's a big deal these days isn't it
2: yeah loot evictions are a big deal like i said um i i think wormhole space is in a bit of a transit uh, transitory period where content creators are leaving leadership is kind of you know falling by the wayside corps are getting uh you know Absorbed into other corps. Other corps are getting, and then those corps are getting absorbed and in, uh, absorbed into larger alliances. Um, and the the political board is definitely shifting in wormhole space. Um, and when the political board shifts, you know, and you essentially leave yourself, o- you essentially leave yourself open to attack if you don't shore up your defenses. And people will, and people in wormhole space will find out about it. So you know, if you're essentially a loot pinata of any sort, then, you know, they, they know, and the sharks, the sharks will start circling and then, you know, you'll fall victim to it. So unfortunately living in wormhole space just requires, um, or fortunately, depending upon your opinion on what's going on and, you know, the ecology of wormhole space in general, um, if you are not vigilant with what you're doing, Um, how you conduct yourself and uh, you know essentially asserting yourself from a position of strength then you know you're going to get eaten and that's just how wormhole space is
0: yeah let's have a look at uh, something else that you're semi-familiar with and that is poshman what's going on there can you give us an idea of like how well it's going you've been keeping up with this
2: I I've been keeping up with it a little bit. Um, there's a, there was one group that I can't remember off the top of my head that died off. Um, but you know, I had a really, uh, nice brief conversation, um, with, uh, Maldavious. And for those of you who don't know, Moldavius is the executor, um, and CEO of Strebog clade. Um, and, um, had a brief conversation with him and uh, allegedly he's actually doing very well. Um, and uh, there's, you know, a lot of content going on, even despite the restrictions with, uh, you know, getting people around in order to gate, gate to gate and essentially being able to operate on the same level as uh, you know, the rest of space. So, um, you know, yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm, it's interesting, too, is uh, I looked at their kill board recently. They have almost three trillionists destroyed, um, and they are not a old group by any stretch of the means. God, so so much. They, yeah. they do have quite a bit of activity going on. They have two or three active corps um, at the time being, and I don't know how that's divvied up, if that's time zone-based or if it's uh, or not. And I do know that they have one... Uh, tadpole corp essentially what that is is where they they send all of their members but until they build up their standings uh, so that they can use the gates and uh, things that are necessary in order to operate inside of tashvan
0: Hmm. so it's a it's a way of preparing yourself for the actual right yeah frog portion and of your life cycle
2: he specifically said that the it, you know it can take in order for them to become essentially full members quote-unquote um or, or it, like full triglavian um posh residence is the proper what i'm looking for here um they you know it could take anywhere from a three from a few days to a few weeks in order to grind the standings up to where they need to be um but uh you know looking through their killboards and, you know, just based upon what he's told me, you know, the content is there. Um, it just is, I guess it's maybe just something new and, um, people need to think outside the box in order to try to find the content that's necessary, uh, to get there. You know, I haven't seen it personally, but I'm also not a part of a multi multi-conglo- multi conglomerate group. So, you know, it may, it may just be that Poshvin requires a, uh, uh, infrastructure, you know, a set up a, a pre set up infrastructure in order for it to work.
0: Hmm. Well, that's interesting. We've been watching this and we, uh, this last year thought in 2020 this was the most influential change that happened in EVE Online and actually took some systems out of uh, what was there before. Let's see if actually we can go back. This is, uh, you can see systems were plucked at. Not random because they had to have a certain sun. There was a certain signature that uh, the Triglavian aliens were attracted to, but they did take over systems. And um, all those systems were kidnapped from known space and pulled into this new region called Pochven. And uh, Pochven has kind of been quiet ever since it was created, but we think it's going to be a really interesting place in the next few years. And that was yeah, a lot probably- of
1: people. A lot of people definitely wrote it off as not worthwhile because it was—it's not been easy to get into. But clearly, there's something to, worth doing there. If uh, well, the usual example that I can think of is that the person one person keeps feeding golem fleets, and uh, that's not something you do if you don't have a reason to do it.
0: Well, it's, it, yeah, well, it is, it is one guy, but yeah. But anyway, uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, all right, so that's a little Pochfin report and the wormhole report. Is there anything else that we need to cover? There is something I wanted to get straight just because we've talked about it a little bit in the past and uh, might as well talk about RHP, which if we look them up on .lan, They have, uh, this is a mostly German-Australian group. Respect, honor, passion. So it's got the descriptors in there. Um, And this is the Alliance, but I think it's mostly, let's see what corporations are in here. This is, okay, the Academy, but oh, it's okay, it's split up. So it is RHP, their logo looks different. That's why it threw me for a loop. They probably don't have their logo loaded in yet. Uh, Not necessarily a big group, but right group let's make sure we're on the right group yes this is it here that's better that's much bigger so it's the federation of respect honor passion that's what the rhp stands for and that's that's much more like it 1500 i thought uh and recently in uh were given some space and deckline, as you can see they picked that up uh recently and what's interesting about this group is they're an industrial group and they managed to survive in NullSec, and that's not easy to do, unless you're aligned, in which case you're absorbed by one of the big blocks. But uh, what's interesting about RHP is they have made friends with, uh, they started out in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or otherwise known as Dead Coalition in the north and Decline, and they stayed put even after the fall of the Sov holders and made deals with people coming in, They uh, do some great diplomatic work that keeps them uh, neutral, but also keeps them honest. So I think the only way to survive that way is to make your case and hope that people are willing to listen to it, also to make deals as necessary to survive. But an industrial group surviving in NULSEC is very interesting, especially as an independent group. And that's what RHP has been able to do, making friends with warlords like Bolta, uh, or making uh, deals with groups like Fraternity and Winter Coalition. So all very interesting. So we want to make sure they are not renters in the typical sense, uh, maybe even in the non-typical sense, they're not renters, uh, but they're uh, industrial group with diplomats. Kind of cool. All right, that's all I got. Do you guys have anything else? And
1: actually, it looks like, based on the official EVE forums, it looks like they might the RHP is renting out their own space. So...
0: Yeah, I think they... I don't know what their arrangements are with their own members, but I think they allow their members access to everything. And it's, uh, um, like I said, an interesting group run by a German guy. And they have an Australian time zone, which may help a lot, actually. If you have an Australian time zone... That gives you a little more power because you can do things late at night when everybody is asleep, which means attack, defend, and that sort of thing when other well, people's numbers. Well,
1: right low. now the big people that who they'd have to be concerned with is Winter Coalition, so that isn't really n- uh-huh. as true.
0: Yeah, looks like they got that worked out. All right, uh, so that's interesting. Do you guys have anything else, Caleb, Gregorin, Liberius?
1: Well. So, so, Uh, you, you put on the, in the notes about, uh, deep water hooligans being active in legacy space.
0: Yeah. Well, they took out a Fortizar. I don't know how active they are, but they did take out this Fortizar worth 13 billion
1: until a few weeks ago. They were mainly operating out of syndicate. And I, uh, well, uh, According to some of my old court mates in Waffles, uh uh they they Deepwater left Syndicate because they were tired of not being able to beat them. I'm sure there there's a little, a little bit of bias in that statement.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little.
1: Uh
0: all right. Well they're doing something. The,
1: yeah, so they're one of the groups that's been mo- moved to curse to put and is putting pressure on legacy. One of the interesting things about those guys is that the founders of uh, Deepwater Hooligans were uh, responsible for my very first experiences as a fleet commander when I was with Eve University. They uh, they were they had previously been a corp called the Occupation, which uh, for a, while, a few weeks in mid twenty nineteen, a couple weeks after I started playing, uh war detective university and then brought small gangs around roaming in the space in the in high sec where we operated and to poke for response fleets and that was a, some of my first experiences as a fleet commander
0: oh wow well. all right well we'll keep our eye on uh, Deepwater hooligans we've talked to them before we had a few shows with them at least one uh, a long time ago maybe when they formed up or when they were first getting active but good to see them still active they are taking on some stuff in Immensia, which is legacy space and that's uh that plays into the war a little bit because the more damage is done to legacy space the uh more decision making has to be done by legacy do they defend their home or do they attack delve and continue press uh pressing on the attack so uh, all that stuff is very interesting we know volta is active in uh the um scalding pass area although they're in curse they're in sc- they're actually attacking scalding pass here's a curse over here It's so kind of an entry system and they're attacking over here and a lot of this is legacy here's emencia scalding pass catch all this area here is either legacy or fire coalition both are allied with one another so it's a big area to hit it's undefended relatively right now because everybody's from there is fighting in Delve. So good time for groups to go out there and destroy stuff. I'm not sure they're gonna get good fights. If that's what they're looking for, they might, um, but uh, but they're definitely gonna have some easy victories, I think. Not sure, we'll have to see. Okay, uh, thanks very much, guys, appreciate it. Thank you for watching today. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on Talking in Stations. Take care, everyone.